and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. This is Anita Kelly, and my guest today is Elena Erdell. Hello, Elena. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Thanks for being on the show. We had to cancel once, and I'm glad that we were able to reschedule. Um, oh, me too. This is my first podcast, so it's exciting. Oh, awesome. Awesome. That's yeah. wonderful. Good. So, and just in the nick of time, because I do believe that very soon you have a book coming out. Um, it is called Fire, Water, and Rock. Is that correct? It is. And yeah, it's very soon, December 1st. Um, it's released through Bold Strokes, who is my publisher. And then December 13th, it'll be available on all the other outlets. And um, it seems like it's taken a long time to get here, but um, I'm really excited about it. So, oh, I'll it's bet. Fun. Is this your first published works? It is. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's really exciting. So, can you tell us about the book? Um, that is called Fire, Water, and Rock. Sure, yeah. It's um, a contemporary sapphic romance. Um, it's an age gap romance, and it takes place in a state park in Washington State that actually exists. Um, it's called Dry Falls, um, Sun Lakes Dry Falls, sometimes you'll see. And um, it's sort of an unusual area because, um, like the name, the falls is dry, and it used to be um, the largest waterfall on the planet, they think. And it was about five times the size of Niagara. So everything happens, or at least most of the book happens um, in this park um, at a campground. So um, I you know, needed a reason to place people there. So one of the women is um, a ranger. Okay. And then the other woman is a geologist who is finishing up her master's. Okay. And she comes to the park for the summer. So, ah, okay. uh, yeah. Is that true? Is is Dry Falls, was it, uh, uh, you know? This... Yeah, that part is true. That part's not fiction. The, um, <laughs> the park exists. And um, it's it's a very interesting place. It's uh, It's dry. It's sort of a desert, which is not what you'd expect. And honestly, not usually my type of place. I kind of like the lush greenery, you know, sort of parks. But. Um, it's really unusual. And, you know, if you're a fan of places like um, Yellowstone, where you're not going to see places like that just mm -hmm. everywhere, then, you know, you'd probably like that type of park because, you know, it is unusual and it has a lot of history and it's just massive. You know, it's it's hard to explain if you're not standing in the bottom of it and looking up. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up. I, I am not familiar with that at all. Um, yeah, and and sort of out of the way, so I think it kind of goes unnoticed. Were you were you familiar with the park, um, or did you have to do research on it? Both. Um, I've camped there um, over time and spent a lot of time there, and also I did a lot of research for this just because I needed details that I didn't have on hand in terms of geology. I'm not a geologist, so I don't know those things. And, I needed specific details and specific history to that time period that I had to research. Okay. And what is the significance of the title, Fire, Water, and Rock? Well, or will that give I away the story? <laughs> I, I'm maybe, no, I, I don't 
I don't tend to like really get into my titles because I sort of like the reader to figure it out for themselves, you know, and see what it means to them. Okay. But, you know, all of those elements are in the story in terms of being very literal, but then, you know, they may have other meanings too. Okay. All right. Very cool. Congrats. Can't wait to read it. Thank you. Thank you. And then you not only have one, but you have two books about to be published, right? Um, right. Also with bold strokes. And that might not have been my wisest decision, but being a new author, you know, I, I didn't know that. But it, it was a lot at once, you know, me putting that on myself. But um, yes, I have another one coming out um, March 1st. And it's called Off the Menu. And it's also a contemporary sapphic romance, but this time it's enemies to lovers. And that's my first time writing that. So that was, um, it was more challenging than I expected, but it was fun. Yeah. And uh, it takes place, yeah, it takes place in a restaurant cool. and it centers around a reality TV show. And there's a celebrity fixer who comes in to, you know, uh, save failing and struggling restaurants. And she ends up, um, you know, butting heads with the executive chef. They can't see eye to eye, but they can't deny their attraction either. So uh, yeah, we they're... know how those chefs are. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, I threw in some conniving owners and unscrupulous producers for, for you know, good measure. And Cool. Everybody enjoys that one too. Oh, wow. That's exciting. So, all right. So how did you come to have two books being published within like months of each other well I just asked and they said yes I, I'm not <laughs> sure beyond that um they Gold Strokes has been great um I I just love them as my publisher and they've they've just been so helpful and they care so much about their authors and they do so much to help make sure that we're putting out the best books we can and I appreciate that so much and um yeah, I just, I had this idea and I proposed it. And, you know, before they, before this first book had even come out, they, they said yes to it. So, you know, I, I'm grateful that they extended that belief in me and I hope I can do them proud. Oh, that's so nice. That's wonderful. Boy, you've been busy, I guess, huh? I've been busy. Yes, <laughs> a little bit. So how does it feel to have like two books coming out? It It's really exciting. I mean, I feel so fortunate. I never thought this would be my life. And, um, you know, it's a dream come true. Uh, it almost surreal, though. I think, you know, maybe maybe once the first book is actually out, it will sink in a little bit more. But it feels like I'm living a dream to some extent. Oh, that's so cool. I'll bet. I'll bet that's just awesome. So um, speaking about living the dream, right, as a, a newbie to the women-loving mm -hmm. women uh, author world, um, was there um, like some author that you read a lot of and kind of looked up to and now you're like their peer? Well... <laughs> I don't know if I see myself as anyone's peer yet, but oh. um, just being just being you know considered in the same categories as other authors is um, it's just it's such a neat feeling and 
you know, I think I probably squealed the first time, you know, Georgia Beers or Karen Callmaker liked something I, you know, said on Twitter, you know, it's yeah. just, it's, it's a great feeling to um, be in that community. And it really is a small community and everyone is so nice and helpful. And uh, mm-hmm. another one of Boldstroke's authors, Jeannie Levig has sort of taken me under her wing and has answered all of my questions. And there's been so many and she's helped me with the process and has given helpful advice. And um, I really appreciate it. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's a neat feeling to have that coming from someone whose works you read and admire and um, suddenly you're emailing with them. It's, yeah. it's a bit, you know, it's a little bit of a, um, I don't know, a little surge of excitement every time you open up your email or your social media and you see people whose names grace the books on your shelf. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So how did you get, um, Firewater and Rock noticed by Bold Strokes? Well, like, like many, you know, new authors, you have to submit a manuscript, but, um, it took me a while to get to that point. Um, I started out as a fan fiction writer and I had finished the fan fiction, um, and, and it, I just sort of sat on it for a while until others around me started to encourage me to submit it. And then I had to do my research and I researched, you know, all the different publishers and I decided on bold strokes and um, yeah, I submitted it and, you know, they have a process they go through. And when they came back, they, they said, yes. So, I mean, I was very lucky. Nice. Very nice. That's, that's wonderful. Like, so that was your first time out of the starting gate. It was, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. So have you had um like formal training uh in in writing? Um No. That's um, not your I mean, I, Yeah. No, I went to school like everyone else, I suppose. And um I went to a college who uh put a lot of emphasis on writing mm-hmm. and I didn't know that going in, but um, you know, I learned quickly how to how to deal with that, you know, having, mm-hmm. having huge papers due was not an end of the term or a midterm kind of thing. It was, you know, just a, just a Tuesday or just a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did a lot of writing um, while I was in college and I had had jobs where I've had to do writing, writing grants or things like that, but nothing formal, no. Um, and, you know, I, I probably should have done more in terms of learning to know what needed to be done to be a good fiction writer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I ended up picking that up through editing and um, probably to the chagrin of my editors, but. <laughs> editors are like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have great editors. So I, I, can, I can't say enough good things about them. That's awesome. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, from what I hear, Bold Strokes has some really, really helpful editors. They're really great to work with. Yes, yeah, so far, everyone I've encountered has been great. Oh, that's wonderful. That is really nice. So your formal training, right, uh, is in psychology and the culinary arts. Um, so, I, Well, I got my, um, my bachelor's in psychology um, and... And I've also worked in restaurants since the time I was 14. Wow. Um, I think even before I could legally work, probably. 
and um, you know, just worked my way up over the years until I was a chef. And, um, I really enjoy that. Um, it's it's hard on the body, or I'd probably still be doing it. But um, it, you know, there's there's a high that goes with it that is hard to beat. And mm-hmm. um, I really do love everything about cooking, and I still you know cook a lot in my free time. But you know, now just for my family mostly. Mm-hmm. So you you do the cooking at home. Oh, yes. Yes. All of it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And, and um, you know what? I love to, uh, when I'm at home, I love to play. Um, oh, what's the, uh, the the game, the game show where, you know, they give you a basket. Oh, Chopped. Yes. I love to play Chopped. Yes. I love to go through the pantry and just pull out things and say, well, okay, these are my ingredients. I'm going to make something. Um, yeah. Sometimes you have to play Chopped out of necessity, right? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Um, so that's cool. So, so for that, your second book, then um, off the menu, you may not have had to have done like a lot of research then, right? Well, you would think, but I'm sort of meticulous about that kind of thing. So okay. even if it's, you know, something I know, like the back of my hand, to some extent, things change over time, you know, there's new technology, there's new gadgets they have in kitchens. And so I still did a lot of research to um, catch myself up on that kind of stuff and make sure I knew, you know, what was happening in the restaurant industry now so that it sounded as, you know, realistic as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, what was your most favorite scene to write? That's a hard one. Is it? You know, it is. (laughs) It's never going to be a sex scene. I'll tell you that because those are very different, right? <laughs> but, um, I think so. I'm very particular about them. So I do, I, I really try to, you know, toe a fine line with what I'm looking for in a sex scene. So I, I spend a lot of time on them. I, I can't say they're fun to write, but okay. I hope people enjoy them. I put a lot of work into them. So Okay, I'm sure but they do. For, for my favorite to write, I really enjoyed um their first kiss in fire, water and rock. Um, It takes place at night under the stars. And um, I just wanted to really try and impart that magical feeling um, into it. So I had fun writing that. And, um, you know, as a close second, I would say there's when they, when they reconcile um, towards the end of the book, um, I really enjoyed writing that scene too in fire, water and rock. Okay, so two good scenes there. That the uh, the first kiss sounds like a very romantic setting. I hope so. I hope people find that. Yeah, cool. So, um, you have two books coming out, but what are you doing in the meantime? Are you working on anything right now? Well, I'm just finishing up the edits for Off the Menu for the one coming oh, out in March. Okay. I, I might have something else coming out too, but I can't quite talk about it yet. It hasn't been announced, but um, yeah, always working on something. Okay. So, so yeah. the, the book. Keep an eye on social media. And <laughs> What's that? I said, just keep an eye on my social media. Okay. All right. We will. Um, and, and you're um, the, the book you're, you're working on. Um do you have a, like, are you writing it or is the concept in your mind and you're waiting for the okay? You have to pitch it. Um, nope. It's been pitched and it's been approved and the concept is done. I'm just, uh, 
just waiting for them to announce it. And um, I think I can probably say it's going to be a student-teacher relationship among consenting adults, though, before I start getting angry letters. Thank you very much. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, that should be around, um, I think, out next fall, okay. next November. Okay. So, yeah, there'll be more information soon on that. Wow. So that's like three books in a year. Yeah, just over a year. That yeah. is like crazy busy. Well, I can't promise I can keep up to that pace, but yeah, I think um, you know, some of the I I know like some of the more seasoned writers, um, like Radcliffe will do, you know, she'll spew out like four books a year, um, but yeah, that's awesome. yeah, right. But she probably doesn't have the kind of edits I have either at this point in her writing career. I, you know, it, it's tough for me to sort of switch, um, switch tracks and go from, you know, just being in that zone of writing to, you know, kind of closing that off and switching to, you know, completely different characters, completely different plot and editing. And, um, you know, and then maybe switching to a proposal and trying to get all the things in a proposal that you need. It, it's tough to sort of, you know, make your brain do those different things at the same time. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine doing that. I I think that would be really really hard because um especially, you know, like your own characters. Like sometimes I'll read two books at once, right? And <laughs> and before I start I have to like kind of be like, okay, this one's about this, you know, like you know, like just get them straight and they're not even like my characters I can't imagine like if they were mine and and trying to keep them straight It'd be like trying to keep your kids straight you know absolutely yeah you do have to try to immerse yourself to some extent like I probably don't I don't often work on like two the same day I'll separate them even that much just so I can get in the mindset of you know whatever book I'm working on yeah yeah I can imagine so um like as you as you write um and and your characters come to life what was there anything that like kind of surprised you um maybe about one of your characters as they came into being well i don't i don't know about one character in particular but you know just in terms of how how uh a, a story goes you know i'm a plotter but that doesn't necessarily mean everything works out exactly how I plan. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes things, you know, end up going differently. I'll have a better idea and I'll have to change it or something doesn't work and I'll have to change it. Um, so, you know, as the story comes to life, I guess it changes. Mm -hmm. But um, then once, you know, I have an idea of all the characters in my head and who they are and everything. And then once you put them out there, though, in the world, it's, up to the readers and they sort of become theirs. And, you know, recently someone read Fire, Water and Rock and they came back to me and said that, oh, the supporting character was hilarious. And in my head, I was thinking like, did I even write her that way? I don't remember writing her as being funny, but something must have, you know, come across that way to that reader. So it's funny how, you know, things change like that as the story, you know, takes on a life of its own. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. So something about that character resonated, uh, you know, uh, that's great that they they took that. So who are the characters in Firewater uh, and Rock? What are their names? Um, so 
Claire is the ranger. Claire is the ranger. Jess, Jess is the geologist. Okay. And uh, Brett is um, the head ranger who is uh, Claire's boss. And he, uh, he, you know, would really like to date her and would really like to date any woman that, you know, walks by. Ah, okay. Um, her best friend is Lynn, who also has a little bit of a crush on her and has since they went to college together. So um, those two play the biggest role in terms of, you know, making things difficult along the way. Okay. All right. But Claire wins out in the end. Well, let's hope, right? <laughs> she better. Although one oh, time, man, <laughs> one time I read, it was, um, uh, it, it was a, uh, it was, um, a thriller, I guess, or a mystery and, uh, you know, a crime, like who done it and, and a romance. And in the end, the two protagonists did not get together. And Ooh, that's disappointing. Oh, it that was, was, it was, they made up for it in the next book. Um, it was part okay. of a series. Um, but I was like, damn, it was like anticlimactic. I was like, oh. I haven't encountered that yet, I don't think. I, I don't know how I'd react. I think I, I I think I might have a hard time picking up another book of, from that author. <laughs> well, I, I did because I wanted them to be together. Like I just, and I was like, you know, uh, that can't be the end. It just can't. And, and it wasn't, so. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I imagine that she took a lot of flack from, uh, from readers, right? Um, probably yeah but, at least the romance readers <laughs> yeah yeah that is not your typical ro romance ending no. yeah. so so you write right you're you're writing contemporary romance basically um and um have you thought about dabbling in other genres you know i've thought about it i don't know um i don't know that i will i i really do like writing the contemporary romance um, it's just sort of where my heart is. Um, if I did, you know, expand out, it might be to, you know, like romantic blend, something like that. But um, it's really sort of my first love. And yeah, I, is that I because, things may change. But, is sorry? that because you're a romantic at heart? I think I am probably. Yeah. 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 Okay. I probably. I've always enjoyed it, and um, in the in the community, you know, that I'm writing in, mm -hmm. we always haven't had that many. I mean, things have changed these days. You have more to choose from yeah. than say ten years or twenty years ago. So yeah. I feel like I feel like there's room for many more. Um, we haven't quite caught up yet. There, there's plenty of room for sapphic romances. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know when and. I, all the kinds. Yeah. What's that? I mean, there's room for all of them, but um, I, I, don't, I don't feel like um, there's too many. Um, I'm perfectly content to write in this this genre for a while. Okay. Excellent. Well, we love to read in this genre. So <laughs> uh, you keep writing. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, does your uh, wife or, or partner read your work? Um, yeah, my partner does. Um, she reads everything. She's my first reader, and um, she's also a writer, so she has great, great suggestions. And um, she also, you know, has no qualms about killing my darlings. So, 
oh. um, <laughs> really honest, which is good because sometimes you need that. And uh, she'll she'll tell me like it is and say if it needs to go or say if it's great. And she has a, a just a knack for taking some convoluting thought or sentence I have and making it crisp and clean and to say exactly what I needed to say. And hmm. it's great to have around. That is really w- wonderful. Um, that, yeah, that, nice. yeah, that really is. So um, do you guys write together? Do you guys like sit down with your laptops and, and write together? Not usually. I mean, occasionally we might, you know, go to a cafe and do that for an hour or two, but um, usually we do it on our own time. Sometimes she'll do it, you know, she has time at work um, where she can do it. And I need like almost absolute quiet. And so, you know, that doesn't usually work for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we find our own time to do it. Okay. And and is she a published author? Well, not yet. Okay. See, maybe someday. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. if she is, you could give a plug for her if you wanted to. I would. I, I would if she was. I mean, she hopes to be someday and she just finished a book. So um, she's in the process of, uh, you know, going over it and cleaning it up and we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, let me know. Keep me posted. We'll, <laughs> I we'll, will. I will. We'll, we'll have her on the show and uh, maybe we'll have the two of you together, you know? Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. So um, you mentioned uh, you're on social media, right? Um, and um, how how would our listeners connect with you and uh, where can they purchase your novels? Well, um, first the social media, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. And up until recently, I've been mostly active on Twitter. Um, all is Erlena Erdell. Um, we'll see how that plays out, you know, maybe maybe jumping ship and moving there, depending on how things go. But um, I also Twitter. have a website. Yeah, with Twitter. Yeah, yeah, because of the new buyout. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are moving to other platforms, and I don't know if I'm ready yet, or I'll, I'll kind of see how it goes. But I'm on Twitter right now. Okay. And then um, I'm, I have my website is elenaerdell.com, A-L-A-I-N-A-E-R-D-E-L-L. And um, I have a TikTok, although I haven't really gotten into that yet, but perhaps one day. Mm-hmm. And to buy the books, um, you can you can pre-order both of them now through Bold Strokes um, through their website, and um, they'll come out then on the other platforms like you know Barnes and Noble and Amazon and all that. Uh, one on December thirteenth, and I assume um, the one in March, probably around the middle of March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come out on Bold Strokes on the first of the month. And then halfway right. through the month, they come out on the other platforms. And um, yeah, any knows. any thoughts or notions to uh, have like a um, an audio book? I, I think that's up to the publisher. Okay. Um, I, I I mean, I would love if my books were on audio, just you know, especially for people who need that sort of thing. But um, and I enjoy audio books too, so. We'll see. Okay, so that's the the publisher's decision then, right? It is. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. That's great. All right. Well, I think at least with um my publisher. Okay, awesome. All right, guys. So you can 
uh, connect with um, Elena Erdell at Facebook or on Instagram or Twitter or at her website, ElenaErdell.com. Um, and her books are Fire, Water, and Rock. Um, and that is coming out in December. And then in March, we have Off the Menu. Um, so check out those books. Uh, check out Elena's websites and her social media sites um, and, and make some connections. Uh, I think that, you know, you'll, you'll enjoy her work. Um, so, Elena, do you have any parting words for our listeners? I just want to say, um, you know, thanks for supporting queer authors. Um, I think we all appreciate it so much. And, um, you know, if you pick up the book, I hope you enjoy it. Awesome. All right, guys, you you heard it here first. Um, again, Elena Erdell, she's a newly published author. Support her. Um, her book is Fire, Water, and Rock. And uh, you can get that on the Bold Strokes Books website. That's a mouthful to say. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and check, check her out on social media. Um, so, uh, Elena, thanks so much for being on the show today. Um, this Thank is, you. I appreciate it. yeah, anytime, anytime. And don't forget you you and your wife once, once she gets published. Um, so like, I'm expecting that now. Um, well, girlfriend, but yes, yes. Okay, girlfriend. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I, I have you guys no, married good. off. <laughs> so that's all the time we have for today. Um, I'm Anita Kelly, and thanks for joining Les Talk About Books, baby. And until next time, may your journey be lighthearted, peace be plenty, and be safe, folks. <laughs>